What's up, guys? Welcome back to the 3 of 7 podcast. We've got a special episode for you today. This one will be a little unique. This is actually a recording from our resurrected meeting last night. Resurrected is something that we put on three Sundays per month for our VIP Patreon members. And uh, last night was free. So I've got the audio file from the meeting last night. That's what this podcast is. The title of the message is um, The Secret to Contentment. We talk about what do you want, what are you asking for, and what are you waiting for. So I hope you guys enjoy it. It's unique. Again, it's just a recording So uh, from, from the Zoom call. These are live calls, so the audio quality is not going to sound like it sounds over this microphone. Bear with me. Hope you enjoy it. A couple housekeeping notes real quick, guys. Uh, first of all, the Proving Grounds. We have more room for you at the Proving Ground. So if you're interested in it, if you don't know what the Proving Ground is, scroll back through the podcast. Look, we did a whole episode on what the Proving Ground is. It's, it's an experience that we built out for you guys in January. Uh, we want you to be there. It's going to be powerful. If you're on the fence about it, go sign up because we want to see you there. Next thing I got for you is a little bit of information on the basic course 2021 dates. I'm going to go ahead and release those to you guys right now. So the basic course 2021 dates, you guys know what the basic course is. We've been doing it all year in 2020. We've trained 48 of the most, uh, the, 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 the awesome, the most awesome human beings on earth. In my opinion, we've trained 48 people. If you're interested in the basic course, we've done a few podcasts on it, exactly what it is. But, um, anyways, 2021 dates, February 26th through the 28th, March 19th through the 21st, April 23 through 25, and May 14 through 16. Those are the dates for the basic course 2021. Start sending your applications now. Bust them. It's your five W's, who, what, when, where, and why the dates that you prefer to come on a basic course mission send your application to three of seven basic course at gmail.com that's the number three of the number seven basic course at gmail.com i will attach that email address in the show notes of this episode so yeah this is extremely, you guys know, the basic course is only, it's teams of eight. This is extremely limited. In 2020, we had over 500 applications for the basic course. We could only take 48 for the entire year. These are teams of eight, small groups, all things body, soul, and spirit out in the wilderness. Yeah, get your applications in. If you've already sent an application, it would probably be smart to send another one. If you, if you want to do that, if not... Uh, we may go back through the backlog, and um, and see see what we can get. If you're a pay, if you support us on Patreon, also note that in your application because we want to give you guys priority. All right, there we go. That's the dates for the basic course 2021. We're gonna start filling those up here soon. As long as we see the uh, as soon as we see the applications rolling in, we will start filling that up. Again, that's three of seven basic course at gmail.com. Your five W's and the dates that you prefer to come out on a mission with us in the wilderness. All right. So 
That's all I got for that. This episode was brought to you by Salty Britches, the number one anti-chafing cream on the market today. Salty Britches is awesome. How do I use this stuff? I put it in all the hot spots that I would usually experiencing experience chafing in when I'm out running uh, whatever. Anything over 18, 20 miles, I'm usually using Salty Britches. Um, on the basic course, I use Salty Britches because it's a multi-day thing, right? This stuff is going to prevent chafing and keep you comfortable. I like to use it on my feet. I put a thin layer of Salty Britches on over my entire foot, pull my sock on, then put my boot on or my running shoe on. It uh, just helps alleviate any hot spots. It's really just staying. It's pre it's a preventative measure, right? So go check out Salty Britches on Instagram at Get Salty Britches. Go get you some at GetSaltyBritches.com. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. It's just a great product, great company, great owners. Thank you, Salty Britches, for supporting the 307 Podcast. Here we go, guys, with the recording of Resurrected. This is unique. Just to show you guys what we do three Sundays a month, the secret of contentment. Enjoy. Hey, what's up, guys? We're back for um, another meeting another resurrected meeting thank you guys for joining us man we got a lot of people logging on as you know tonight's meeting is uh was free and open to the public so we got a lot of new people here to share with i'm pumped my name is chad wright for you guys that don't know me maybe you're brand new maybe you've never um joined us on a resurrected call tonight i'll take care of a little housekeeping stuff right here man people are just pouring in on this call this is unbelievable i keep hitting admit all and they just keep coming on so give me just a second all right we'll take care of a little okay sweet yeah if you see them join um i got biscuit here with me tonight she's also going to share a few things hey guys when, look man when Biscuit says she wants to share something, oh gosh, you you better let Biscuit share Don't because Don't because it's gonna be good. All right, so a uh, special treat for you here in just a second. Hey, a little housekeeping though, real quick. If you're new to the call, if you haven't been on a meeting, a resurrected meeting before, um, what this is is this is something that me, Blake, and Nathan do three Sundays a month. Uh, for our VIP Patreon members. It's a live meeting, a live call. Usually lasts around 30, 40 minutes, right? Um, not super long, but we get together and we talk about Bible-based principles and lessons. The whole point of Resurrected is to resurrect the body of Christ. We are the body of Christ, right? I can't tell you how many times, uh, you know, we, we start, we, we, we have conversations or I have conversations with people about being a Christian. All a Christian means is that you are a follower of Jesus Christ. That's all that means. And, and people kind of put their head down, right? And they say, well, you know, I'm, I don't go to church regularly or this and that. And um, it's like, man, that, that's okay. Don't, don't beat yourself up if you're not able to, 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 to hit all these wickets, right? Serving Jesus is not about you checking a bunch of boxes. Don't let that stop you. So resurrected is about building the body of Christ. That is us. That is us. We are the body. 
G Jesus Christ, the God, the creator of heaven and earth, does not live in a building. He lives in us. And so that's what Resurrected is all about. We wanted to do this uh, meeting tonight free for everybody to join in, not just our VIP Patreon members, just because I wanted to do it. And tonight is my show. And I wanted to see how many people we could get on this call um, to, again, resurrect the body of Christ that is us. All right. What are we interested in on Resurrected? On the 307, we are interested in permanent change. That's another reason that we do this. See, I'm, I'm in this space, right, of, of, of coaching and, and self-improvement and, and this and that, right? I'm, I'm in that's – my, that's my game, man. That's the space. Look, this – the conversations like we're going to have tonight, the, the gr grasping and entering into a relationship with your creator, that is – I've come to the conclusion – that is the only path to permanent change, real and permanent change. All right, so that's another reason why we meet, why we have these conversations. This content is, is, is Bible-based, okay? So just wanted to put that out there for you guys that didn't, uh, don't, maybe didn't know what Resurrected was. Thank you all for joining us tonight. We got Peter, we got Dan, Dustin, Rachel. Steven Tanner, what's up, brother? Ben, Casey Crisp, what's up, my man? We got John Hogue on, Dan, down in Florida. What is up, my brother? All right, man, we got a powerful group tonight. Last piece of housekeeping that I want to put out to you guys. Um, as you know, we have an event coming up in January uh, for everybody called The Proving Ground. Um, look, guys, we need more people there. We, we, we need more people. So, if you've been on the fence about the proving ground, just know that it is still open for registration. We want to see you there. It's going to be powerful. And uh, just wanted to throw that out there. If you've been on the fence about that, if you have any questions about the proving ground, hit us up uh, some, somewhere on the backside and we can answer any questions that you've got. Like I said, Biscuit. Uh-uh, don't do this. What? Don't, uh, don't build it up. Just let me do my thing. Y'all don't know. This is my wife, Brooke, and uh, she offered to come and, uh, and share with us real quick some stuff that's been on her heart. And um, so we're thankful to have her on tonight. I love having, uh, first of all, I love having a female on the show, being able to teach some because I was raised by strong women. And um, I love always to hear what's on Brooke's heart. So, yeah, you're, it's all you, Biscuit. Hey, guys. I'm not going to yell and be all like crazy and loud and nuts. So I'm pretty chill and calm. I'm like on another level than Chad. But um, I wanted to talk to you guys, just especially because this is a newer, it's a free Patreon. So we probably have a lot of people that are kind of testing it out. I wanted to kind of be transparent about my faith and where I'm at and where I've always been. And um, I was raised in church, but nothing's ever clicked for me. I've never had that spiritual moment where like I was filled with the Holy Spirit and I felt it and I was jolted and I was like, okay, this is it. I've never had that. So it's, it's a, it's a constant struggle. Um, and it's constantly like almost faking it till I make it, to be honest. Um, I study the word, we pray. Um, I have 
a lot of respect and sometimes I'm, I don't know, jealous is not the word. I see what Chad and Blake have and a lot of you guys and I wish I had that, but I have the faith of a mustard seed and God says that's enough. So if you're here tonight and you don't feel the Holy Spirit moving in you, you're not having these extravagant experiences where, you know, you don't have that light bulb moment. That's okay. You can still be here. Um, you can still live by God's word because it's a good thing to do. But I wanted to share a few verses, things that have been on my heart, the election and then COVID-19. There's a lot of differing opinions. There's a lot of arguments. There's a lot of people, you know, you don't believe the same as, as somebody else and we're very divided. And how are we supposed to go about those types of things as Christians? Um, even if someone is wrong, if you have an opinion, someone else has an opinion, you know, yours is godly and correct. How do you handle that situation? I'm not going to answer that question. I'm going to point you guys and you can either go to it or I will read it. Um, John chapter eight, verse three through 11. I'm not going to read the whole thing, guys. I'm going to kind of summarize it. So you guys have probably all heard this is a really popular one. Jesus walks up on the Pharisees and some people and they have an adulteress. And they're getting ready to stone this lady because she was caught in the act. And God says, if any one of you is without sin, let him be the first to throw the stone at her. And if you've read this before, you know, but if you don't, it's a tense moment. You're like, what's going to happen? Well, guess what? Nobody threw a stone. Everybody left because there wasn't one person there that wasn't living in some kind of sin themselves. So when you disagree with somebody or when you know someone's making the wrong decision, is it your job? to tell them that they're wrong or is that God's job? And is that them seeking the word when they're ready? Um, I just, I just want us to not be hypocritical as Christians and to not try to preach to people before we work on ourselves, if that makes any sense. Um, but I wanted to share too about my addiction and kind of how this pertains to that. So I was living in sin um, every day. Chad knew it. Chad's family knew it. They were all Christians. They all had found God. And mm -hmm. they chose, I mean, uh, there's a million times they could have condemned me and said, look, what you're doing is wrong. It says right here, you're going to go to hell. What are you doing? You got to get your act together. They didn't. They supported me and they loved me and they were examples of the way that I should be acting. And that was what Chad did. He prayed for me and he became the person that I wanted to be. And I wanted what he had because of how he was acting, if that makes sense too. Um, so to sum it all up, guys, just be kind whether it's your brother or sister in Christ, or whether it's somebody who is living in sin, who's close to you, reach out to them. 
be kind to them, treat them with the same, if not more respect that you would your fellow Christian, because at any given moment, you could be their gateway to God. So condemning or telling people that they're wrong is not going to bring people closer to God most of the time. So last thing, stand up for what you believe in. Chad's really big about that. I agree with that, but don't ever do it with anger in your heart, ever. And that's all I got. Thank you, babe. Oh, you're welcome. No, that's a wonderful message, man. I'm going to go log on to my computer and get out of here. All right, yeah. Hey, guys, um, thank Brooke for uh, joining us tonight. If you don't mind, on the chat room. I love to see the chat room light up. I love to see you guys interact uh, with each other during this call and give your input. Um, it takes a lot of courage for uh, Brooke to come on here and share what she shared. Um, you know, I've done a hundred thousand, maybe not a hundred thousand. I've done about a thousand of these Zoom calls and it's gotten kind of easy for me, right? But when you don't do this every day, it takes a lot of courage and, and courage is a great thing and boldness is a great thing. And I want all of you guys to, to strive uh, to have that type of courage that type of boldness when it comes to sharing, which is going to lead us right into our message tonight, guys. Uh, I've titled the message for tonight, uh, Resurrected. Uh, the, the, the message is titled, The Secret of Contentment. The Secret of Contentment. All right. So you guys, what, what you guys know, understand what it means to be content, right? Um, to, to just be, just, you know, just be full uh, of life and, and happiness and joy and, and and be happy with with your lot in life no matter what it is and the message actually came from uh, a verse uh, that that Paul left for us in Philippians 4 and he talks about that secret of contentment and we're going to talk about what that means and maybe how to achieve that place in life where you are content okay all right so I told you guys just a second ago, it takes a lot of courage for Brooke to come on here and share her testimony and share what's on her heart with all of us, which leads us right into our message is what are you waiting for? And let me tell you why I'm asking this question, man. I told you guys I was going on this podcast with these dudes, uh, Andy and these dudes on the, uh, the Real AF podcast. I told you guys about that last week and I, I asked you guys to pray for me i appreciate it um it was a great conversation but you know it was pretty interesting because when they asked me on that show and by the way if you listen to that show i felt it was a great conversation there is some bad language in that show though so just stand by if you choose to listen to it to, um but uh anyways they asked me what my mission was i said man i'm sold on jesus and so we go down this spiritual conversation all right and, and you hear uh, you, you hear Andy and um, and some of the other guys on the show, they start to share their testimony. And now I'm asking you, what are you waiting for? And, and I'm asking you this because I, I asked them, I said, hey, is the, 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 and Andy shares his testimony and he and I'm like, it's a powerful, powerful, unbelievable testimony. And I'm like, dude, have you ever shared this before? And he's like, no, I've never. I've never shared this before on, on the podcast or on anywhere. This is the first time. And, and I, I'm sitting here, it's racking my brain. I'm like, dude, what are you waiting for, man? What are you waiting for? 
look, do you think that you're not worthy? Do you think that maybe you're not spiritual enough? Do, do you, are, are maybe you, are you too busy? Um, uh, how, do those things pop in your mind? When, when you have the opportunity to share what's on your heart, to share your testimony, to share who you are, to share what God has done for you, what are you waiting for? I don't care. If you think that you're not worthy, first of all, that's a lie. Guess what? You've been made perfect. Have you forgotten that you have been made perfect by the blood of Jesus Christ? The Bible says that you've been actually been washed whiter than snow. You've been made perfect, okay? I told you just a little bit ago that being a servant of Christ is not about checking a bunch of boxes. It's about what he did. And if you wait until you feel like you're spiritual enough, if you wait until you feel like you're worthy, if you wait until you just have enough time to do it, you're never going to do it. You're never going to do it. And it was amazing to me that a man, and this is not a knock on anybody, guys. This is not a knock on anybody, okay? It was, it's amazing to me that, that a human being with a voice and a testimony as powerful as Andy's testimony was, it's amazing that it took that long for it to come out. You don't need permission from me. You don't need me to start the conversation. You have everything that you need, and you have been made perfect. And what you have is yours to share. So please stop waiting. All right, we're going to move on to the next part of this meeting. I got to calm down just a little bit. About, all right, what do you want? What do you want? So we talked about what are you waiting for? What do you want in life? Now, this journey to contentment is all about bringing what we want and what we're asking for in alignment with what God gave us in this. This journey to contentment is all about bringing the things that we want and the things that we ask for into alignment with God's word and God's will, which God's will has been revealed in his word. Everybody understand that? We talk about what do you want? Look, I've, I've, I've done some traveling and I've met, and I've met many, many people that have everything. They have everything. I, I, I'm telling you, I, I, over, over and over and over, I've met the president, I've served and, and protected the president of the United States, the most powerful man on earth. I've actually stood by his bedside while he, while he was sleeping. I was in charge of protecting him, his life, man. Like I've met some of the most powerful men and women on earth, man. They, they seemingly have everything. Guess what? They have the same problems we have. When you ask yourself, what do you want? 
you need to understand something. That nothing in this life is made to completely satisfy you. Body, soul, and spirit. Nothing in this life is sufficient to completely satisfy you. Why is that? Because there is a part of you that is eternal. It's called your spirit. It's the part of you that will be here forever. You have a part of you. You're a three-part being, a body, soul, and spirit. Your spirit is eternal. Your spirit cannot be fully satisfied by anything in this life. Who told us this? Solomon told us this thousands of years ago in Ecclesiastes. Solomon was one of the greatest men on earth. You want to talk about somebody that had everything? He makes the president of the United States look like a poor man. Solomon had everything. What does he say about life? It's all vanity. It's all vanity. Because no matter what you want, no matter what you think you want, no matter how extravagant the, the, the holiday you take, no matter how much money you accumulate, no matter how many things you have, there's a part of you that can only be satisfied when you reach your eternal destination. We have to remember that when we think about what do we want in terms of material things. What we what do when I graduated SEAL training, they gave me $40,000. I grew up pretty poor. When they gave me that $40,000, I thought I would never need anything else for the rest of my life. I thought, man, I'm set. I ain't never even heard of nobody having $40,000 in their bank account. I didn't even know there was anybody out there that had that much money. I'm freaking being serious. You think I'm kidding you? I'm being serious. I spent it in six months. It was miserable. I spent it in six months and was miserable. It did nothing. All right, <clears throat> sweet. What do we want? Let's look at um, James chapter four, verse three. Let me find this in my phone and see the reason why. I wrote this down. Oh man, James chapter four, verse three. Here we go. God's word says, you ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. All right, so there again, we're talking about aligning the things that we want. Aligning the things that we, we're about to talk about what are you asking for? Aligning the things that you're asking for with God's will and God's word, all right? Let me encourage you. What do you want? Let me, let, let me actually remind you of something. You're getting out of here alive. You are getting out of here alive. Have you forgotten that? On the podcast with Andy, I told these jokers, man, I said, uh, I said, I'm on a mission for Jesus and I can't die. They looked at me like I was crazy. They, they actually did. They, they were stunned by it. Let me, let me remind you how, how can, how, how can you want anything more? than the fact that you have a promise 
and confidence in eternal life. You are getting out of here alive. How many more times do I have to say it? Do you, I really believe this. I really believe that I cannot die. I actually believe that. And you know what? When you get that through your head, you are unstoppable. You are unstoppable. If you can get that through your head, you are unstoppable. And it will change your perspective on what you think you want out of this life. Never forget, you're getting out of here alive. And if that doesn't encourage you, there's nothing else I can say tonight that can encourage you. Because that is an unbelievable promise for most people on this earth right now. But we have it and we need to cling to it. All right, guys, let's again talk about that secret of contentment right now. Um, we're going to go to Philippians chapter four. This is again where I titled this message from. Hey, are all you guys still with me, man? Are all you guys still with me? I haven't been watching the chat room. I know I'm getting a little fired up right here. Y'all just let me know if y'all want me to calm down, take a breath. I mean, y'all let me know if I'm all right. Sweet, Jeff. I, I know Jeff's still here. All right, good deal. Sweet. Roger that. All right. What do you want? Now, Philippians chapter four, this is Paul speaking. All right, he's talking about, this is where this message was titled at. I know what it is to be in need. I know what it is to have plenty. How many of you guys know what it is to be in need and know what it is to have plenty? I've been on both sides of that in my life, right? A lot of you guys have been on both sides of that. Paul, the guy that, that, that was inspired to write this in Philippians, he dang sure was on both sides of that numerous times in his life. Paul says, I have learned the secret of being content in any situation whether well-fed or whether hungry, whether in, whether in plenty or whether in want. He's learned the secret. Haven't, haven't you, wouldn't you want to know the secret of being content no matter what? I know I want to know what it is. This is the secret of being content no matter what. And we get it from Psalm 23. I don't know how many of you guys bought this book and read this book, right? Psalm 23. The secret of being content. It starts with the first verse in Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. Jesus Christ said, I am the good shepherd. The secret to being 100% completely content in life, no matter the circumstance, is coming to the realization and submitting to your creator, actually allowing him to be your shepherd. Because guess what happens? Guess what the psalmist said happens when you allow the Lord to become your shepherd? He will make you lie down in green pastures and lead you beside still waters. That's peace. That's serenity. He will restore your soul. He will restore you. Restoration happens. He will lead you in the paths of righteousness 
He will show you how to live a righteous, whole, full, complete life. Even though you will walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you will fear no evil, for he will be with you. His rod and his staff, they will comfort you. When you allow the Lord to be your shepherd, it quenches all fear and replaces fear with comfort. You will prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. You will anoint my head with oil. When you allow God, your creator, to legitimately become your shepherd and you submit to him, you are an anointed one. No matter where you go on the face of this earth, people are going to see it. You are going to have a light around you that other people are going to ask you, what in the world is wrong with you? I want to know what that dude's got. When this happens, I promise you, it is real. You are the anointed one. Your cup will overflow. Finishing up in Philippians, what does Paul say? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Through Christ. Through Christ. That means allowing him to be your shepherd. See, my whole journey, my, my whole walk with Jesus, to get to the place that I am now. It started with submission. And that sounds absolutely counterintuitive to everything that we've been taught as business owners, as leaders, as athletes, competitors. It seems absolutely contradictory. But with Jesus, I promise you, it starts with submission and allowing him to be your shepherd. The secret of contentment, bringing what you want into alignment with God's will and his purpose for your life. Last thing we're going to talk about right here, guys, is what are you asking for? What are you asking for? Now, we just read a thing here in James that says, you ask and you do not receive because you ask wrongly in order to spend it on your passions. Let's look at Psalm 37 right here. It says, delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Again, we see first, delight in the Lord, allowing the Lord to be the head of you and everything that you do. Everything else falls into place after that. Now, when we talk about what are we asking for, what are some of the things we pray for? What's a, what's, people pray for crazy stuff, man. People pray for, for you know, wealth, and people pray for, um, for you know, just, uh, I mean, all, all, look, man, it, it always trips me out when people are praying for things that are completely outside of what we could actually um, expect God to provide for us, right? Now let's look at um, let's look at Matthew eight right here. Now let's look at Jesus. Let's look at what what Jesus said to ask for. Matthew eight, chapter uh, verse nineteen. A teacher of the law came to Jesus and said, "Man, I'll follow you wherever you go, Jesus." This, this dude was a teacher. 
right? He was he was a teacher, and he's coming. He's he, he's ready. He thinks he's ready to submit. He says, "I'll follow you wherever you go." Jesus replied and said, "Foxes have dens and birds have nests, but the Son of Man doesn't even have a place to lay his head. He didn't even have a <clears throat> he didn't even have a house. He didn't even have nowhere to sleep." Another dude said to him, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. Jesus said to him, follow me and let the dead bury the dead. Man, this is some hard pills to swallow right here. Let's look at Matthew chapter 19. We're going to stay in Matthew right here. This is a rich young ruler comes to Jesus and says, um, this rich young ruler comes to Jesus and says, hey, I've kept all the law. I've kept all the rules, right? I've checked all the boxes, but what do I still lack? What am I still lacking, man? I want to be perfect. This guy wants, well, just like us, right? We want, what, what do we want? What Jesus say? If you want to be perfect, go and sell all that you have and give it to the poor and you will have a treasure in heaven. Then come and follow me. But when the young man heard this, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. The more that you have, and there's nothing wrong with having, because what you have, you've, I, you've probably worked hard to get it. But don't let that be your treasure, right? Don't let that be your treasure, whatever you have accumulated. The more that you have, the harder it is to grasp this concept. All right, guys, last thing we're going to look at right here, talking about what are we asking for? What are we asking God for in particular? You know, Jesus laid us out a very clear and concise way to pray it's very it's very very easy he actually told us what we should be asking for so just think about this now and this is matthew chapter 6 starting in verse 9 this is jesus speaking he said after this manner pray ye our father who is in heaven hallowed be your name that's praise right we should want to praise our creator, our shepherd, our king, the alpha, the omega, the creator of everything, the beginning and the, and, and the end. Hallowed be his name. Thy kingdom come and thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. I yearn for his kingdom to come. How many of you guys yearn for his kingdom to come? I'm ready for it, man. I am so ready for it. It is the it is the only it's the only answer. It doesn't mean that we should stop trying, but it is the only permanent solution. We talked about permanent change, this being permanent change what we're talking about for us in our lives. Thy kingdom come is the only permanent solution. Give us this day our daily bread. Now, what are we asking for? This goes back to a principle that I teach over and over again. 
What's the number one reason people quit? What's the number one reason people quit? Surely somebody on this call has heard me tell you what the number one reason people quit is. Exactly, Casey. They look at the big picture. They cannot break the task down and focus on what they need to do in the moment in order to stay in the fight and accomplish the mission. When I woke up every day in SEAL training, I had one goal, to make it to freaking breakfast, man, to make it to breakfast. That was my only goal. Everyone that quit around me, the 280 some odd men that quit over the course of six months, every single one of them quit because they, they looked at this challenge and they said, I can't do this for six months, man. I can't do this for six months. That is why people quit. Now, <clears throat> Jesus says right here, give us this day what we need. Give us this day our daily bread. How often in your prayers are you asking God for things in the future? Are you asking God, give us something we, we can see that we're going to need next month, so next week? A year from now, how often are you reaching? Are you overextending yourself? How often do you ask Jesus Christ when you get up in the morning and you give the first fruits of your day to him? Are you asking him, Lord Jesus, give me this day what I need in order to accomplish my mission? He told us that's how we should pray. This is applicable to everything in life. Think about what you need today. And ask him for that and that alone. And that is what he will provide every single day. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. We should ask for forgiveness from him because we need it. I'm the first one to tell you I need some forgiveness. Every single day I fail at something, usually multiple things. I fail to uphold the things that he has asked me to do. And thank God he sent Jesus. We're asking for forgiveness and we should be asking, going back to what Brooke talked about earlier, we should be asking for the strength to forgive others. When is the last time, and some of you may have done it recently, when is the last time you prayed earnestly begging your creator for the strength to forgive the people that don't believe the way you believe. That's a hard prayer to pray, right? But we should yearn for that. We should ask him for that. Almost done, guys. Lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. This is one of my prayers every day. One thing I ask for every day. Jesus, build a hedge around me and my family. Give your angels charge over us that we would not strike our foot against the stone so that we can accomplish your mission and glorify you in all that we do. For yours is the kingdom. Yours is the power. Yours is the glory forever. Amen. You are the good shepherd. May you reign 
May you rule. May your kingdom come. We praise you. Your name is above all names. You are the alpha, the omega, the beginning and the end. You are the first. You are the last. You were here when this was created. You were here before this was created. You love us. You have died for us. We praise your name, Jesus. That's all we have to ask for. We have to make him our shepherd. We have to bring what we want. We have to bring what we're asking for into alignment with what he has given us to work with in his word. Man, that is the secret to contentment. I promise you. It works, but it takes work, and it takes being intentional. That's what I got for tonight on Resurrected. I actually, what's up, Blake? If y'all don't know Blake, this is my little brother. He is uh, my partner, half owner in 307 Project. You got anything, brother? No, I don't have, man. You, you covered it. You nailed it. I don't, not much I can add to that. Okay. Um, yeah, and great idea, Biscuit. Um, so, yeah, uh, the, the, I guess the challenge from my part of the message is analyze the things, that you're, the things that you think you want out of life. Analyze what you think you want, maybe what you've been wanting. Put it into perspective, right? Be intentional. Analyze it. What do you want? And analyze what you've been asking for. And as best you possibly can, Go and search the Bible and make sure that what you are asking for is in alignment with God's word. Um, I will say not, one thing. Yeah, go ahead, brother. Just about, uh, you know, hearing, uh, hearing Brooke tell you guys what she told you. I mean, she has told close family those things. But when she said she was going to share some things, I, I didn't have a clue what she was going to get on here and talk about. So just hearing her share that challenges me to confess my sins or my struggles or where I'm at with other people. So I wanted to bring that point out. If you didn't get that out of it, think about that. And, and just a lot, probably most of you don't know Brooke, but that is not in her character and not in her personality to get on here and share with a hundred people that she's never even met before something like that. So, I mean, that guys, that really was a really big deal for her. So, Maybe that's why it impacted me so much, but I'm going to challenge you guys to do the same thing. So, what are you waiting for? That's right. Brooke, um, Brooke has got a, a um, quick challenge for you guys. Also, um, if you guys have any questions, drop them in the chat real quick, man. Uh, please, because we, we can take, I mean, we can do 10 minutes or so uh, if you guys have any questions. You guys, any questions about anything? It doesn't have to be just what we talked about tonight. It can be about the podcast with Andy. It can be about any running. It can be about whatever you guys have a question about. What you got, baby? Oh, you don't have to turn it. This um, guys, I wanted to challenge y'all. This is kind of goofy, but, like, I wanted to challenge Chad and I this week, so I figured I'd share it with y'all. So, you know, like – when you leave Kroger and the lady who checked you out went on a rant about politics and me and Chad get in the car to drive away and we're like, dude, that lady was nuts. Like she's off her rocker. She doesn't know what she's talking about. She's wrong. 
So I'm going to challenge me and Chad, and I'm going to challenge you guys if you want to participate. Every time you have moments like that and you speak out loud a judgment against someone, even if they are wrong, I need you to stop and pray for that person. And my hope would be for me and Chad long term is it would it would change the behavior, you know, over time. Because me and you're bad about that. We'll we'll make fun of somebody. That's human nature. So maybe long term, when you replace that with a quick, God, please help this person, help them have a good day, whatever the prayer might be, you'll eventually quit doing that. And you'll develop some new habits and you'll begin to look at people who aren't like you or don't think like you in a different light. Love it, bud. Love it. Thanks, Blake. That was very nice. Yeah, and, and I'll add, let me add one other thing to that challenge that I will do. Um, maybe you're around people at work or whatever, and they're talking about somebody. Maybe it's not you that, that vocalizes that judgment or whatever, but they say something. Try this, and you're going to, I mean, it's, people are going to be like, what? So when they start saying something bad about somebody, you say, you know, well, that person really is really good at this. So if I hear Chad say something about, something goofy Brooke did and then I say well you know Brooke really is uh really good at being vulnerable and sharing herself it man it changes the whole outlook the whole feel of the situation and it and it totally kills everything people were talking about that person so it's a good way to flip the script and it's a good way to check yourself and then you know the people can hold you accountable on that and you them so it, it's pretty cool. Another, that's not my idea. That was another guy that had shared that with me and I tried it and it was, it's pretty cool. It works. I bet that does work. They're probably like, what? You're not joining yep. in on the gossip. You're cheating. Uh, that's it. Yep. Like, huh. Dude, did we not have any, we didn't have any questions guys. I mean, we got, <laughs> I finished uh, no questions on here. Ben, Ben going, you got to have a question, bro. With a beard, <laughs> dude, with a beard like that. You got to have something in that head. Well, if you ain't got a question, just give us a little encouragement, Ben. You guys, wait! I just shotgun Ben. He may fake. He he may fake that he doesn't know how to unmute his screen. I'm asking you to unmute, Ben. Can you hear me? I got you, brother. What's up, man? What's going on, Chad? Not much, brother. Not much. What you got on your mind tonight, man? Uh, I got a question that really doesn't pertain to this evening, but yeah. when are you gonna when are you gonna host another race? Oh man. Um I I, I have no answer to that. But we're, we're planning some stuff for 2021, but we're kind of trying to assess. I, I actually, you're actually probably not going to like my answer, Ben, because I actually have this idea for a really, really extreme adventure race um, called uh, Raised by Women, and it's actually only going to be for women and mothers. Uh, so I'm sorry you won't be able to uh, join in on Raised by Women, but uh, you know, one thing I forgot to tell, I, I will tell you about this, Ben. We just ran something this past weekend called, um, we called it Breakout. And uh, it was basically the the concept of it was like breakout of Hell Week in SEAL training. And it was just like straight up all night long. Like I took the gloves off, dude. I was not their friend. 
And this team of 14 individuals got freaking hammered, man, for, for, for all night, dude. So we may actually run a few more of those. And those are kind of, you know, less time commitment, less money commitment for, for people that maybe don't, maybe can't do the basic course or the proving grounds. Um, so, and then, but as far as an ultra race, that's definitely coming soon, man. I appreciate you asking. I don't know when, probably 2021, but are uh, you going to do the mid-state mile again? Yeah, I'll be there, man. Lord willing, right? Lord willing. Well, I hate to tell you, enjoy second place. <laughs> <laughs> I love that spirit, man. All right, guys, everybody unmute their mic. Everybody unmute their mic. We got 88 people on here right now. Um, unmute your mic. If you need to turn your volume down on your computer, feel free to do that. But um, I just want to hear 88 servants of Jesus Christ lifting their voice in prayer together in unison right now. I promise you it's a beautiful sound. So I would ask all of you, we're going to take one minute and we are all just going to pray together. Just lift whatever you want to pray for. If you want to pray for okay. whatever, just lift up praise to Jesus Christ. 88 people all at once. We're about to hit freaking Satan in the mouth, son. Let's do it. Three, two, one, bust them. all right, guys, that is uh, resurrected. Uh, thank you guys so much for taking time out of your day to be a part of this. I love you guys. I will. Yeah. I uh, I did record this, so I'll be posting it on Patreon if anybody Thanks, wants Chad, to watch man. it later on. So I love you guys. Enough said. Thank you, Chad. Thank you, Brooke. Thank you. Thanks, you, Chad. Thanks, Brooke. Thanks. Bye, everybody. Thank you all. Thank you, guys. Thank you all. God bless. <laughs> thank you thank you guys i love you guys you guys are awesome thank you for all you do chad i appreciate you brother thank you brother thank you chad yeah, thank you brother love you guys thank you chad thank you thank you thanks chad you too blake
Appreciate Thank you, too, Brooke. brother. First time here. Thank you, Chad. Lake and Brooke. Awesome. Thank, Thank you. And Brooke. That was, that was good words. That was good words. Yeah. All right, guys. I love y'all so much. I'll see you uh, next Sunday. We'll see you Thank next you. Sunday, man. Bye. Thank, Thank you, guys. See you next Sunday. Thank you, Chad.